And now, on This Week in History with Paul Waite. For all of you new listeners in South Wales and Somerset, and maybe Bristol, mm. maybe North East Somerset, maybe Ooh. Gloucestershire, and even if you come from the Forest of Dean. Mm. If you come from the Forest of Dean, please let me know how many toes you have. Uh, <laughs> I'd be very interested to see if you can beat the record um, from, uh, the Worcester, from Worcester. <laughs> we don't have that. <laughs> Anyway, so um, we've got a massive, massive number of facts today, so an awful lot to, to get through. Um, and starting off, we have a fact which um, I could talk for hours about, as you know, Drew. So um, in 878, so uh, Wedmore is one of my favourite places, which is about 10 miles from my house. Um, and uh, when you cycle or drive into Wedmore, um, it says, uh, well, Wedmore, in 878... Alfred made peace here. Mm. Uh, Alfred the so, Great. It's a beautiful uh, place. One of the great moments in English history. Sorry, sorry for people from um, Abavan and uh, Klantarulu, um, <laughs> wherever that is. Um, so, um, you know, we, so yeah, we're one nation now. So, to some extent, if we, you know, if the English people weren't around, then maybe Wales would be very different. Maybe yeah. for the better, maybe for the worse. Who knows? So, um, Saxons lie beaten in eight seven seven. Vikings rampant across England. No one's left. The king retreats into the marshes in Somerset. Mm-hmm. Uh, where chances of, of us winning are practically zero. Practically zero. Uh, anyway, Alfred retreats into the little marshes. Burns the cakes, for all those who know the, the tale. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really, I think. It's just made up. <laughs> anyway, then he comes into the spring. Out he goes, sends out the call to arms to all of the eldermen of the west of England. Uh, and to his surprise, and to our benefit, thousands of people answered the call. And at the Battle of Eddington in Wiltshire, we kicked the Vikings' ass. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, defining battle in English history, uh, the Viking leader Guthrum um, converted to Christianity and became Athelstan, and he was baptised in Wedmore Church. Oh. Oh, so just, uh, uh, oh. Come on, wow. I can talk to about that. Yeah. So, uh, 1348, very interesting. Uh, a ship from Bordeaux, didn't have any wine on it. Oh, mm. shame. <laughs> Carrying the plague, the Black Plague, eh? Oh. Lands in Melcombe Regis, which is now called Weymouth. I didn't know that, so I didn't know that Weymouth used to be called Melcombe mm. Regis. And, of course, uh, the Black Plague, I think it killed uh, maybe uh, 14 to 50% of oh. the entire population yeah. of Europe. That was so, a pandemic. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You, those of you walking around in your face masks, you think about what it's... You, 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 yeah, Did Coronavirus, masks, Black yeah. Plague. Anyway... <laughs> Um, 1450, uh, Jack Cade's Rebellion. Uh, there was a revolt in Kent. Troublesome people. And, of course, we have our brilliant office in, in Deal uh, with the wonderful people there. Um, and this was uh, against Henry VI, uh, which was uh, eventually put down. Uh, 1671, really interesting one, this. Uh, really great film with uh, Errol Flynn playing this person. Uh, Colonel Thomas Blood attempts to steal the crown jewels, but he's captured. Um, and this is uh, a Hollywood film, um, I think about 1940, that sort of time, Errol Flynn plays Thomas Blood. Yeah. Of course, it's all heavily dramatised and romanticised, but um, one, of the, one of the most... I don't know why it's gone down into folklore like it has, but it has. Uh, 1765, HMS Victory was launched. So um, maybe, debate and discuss, let me know um, what you think, listeners. Uh, maybe the most famous English ship of all time, Maybe. Titanic. Um, yeah. Oh. Mm. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 
you could say the Titanic was Irish or Northern Irish, mm, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Mm. No, I think it's a good, good. That was a good one. That good, mm. good shout. <laughs> um, so let's say war one, the, 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 mm. the victory. So obviously, um, it's interesting this because so you know it took uh, what forty years later, uh, HMS Victory was the flagship of Nelson's fleet, uh, and we beat the French. And of course, poor old Nelson himself was mortally wounded on the yeah. deck yeah. of the Victory. 1832, uh, Greece becomes independent from Turkey. Uh, interesting. I didn't know this. Another thing. So I'm, I'm learn, learning stuff. Uh, and they invited Otto of Bavaria to become the king. Mm-hmm. Oh. Interesting. Why? Why, yeah. Um, something I really love. as a, a thing that play. Hans Christian Anderson da, 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 with Danny Kaye. Yeah. Uh, absolutely love it. And I love all the... I love fairy tales. Yeah. So in 1835... The first ever Hans Christian Andersen fairy tales were published um, in wow. Copenhagen. Are you sure? Yes. Um, 1840, sure? Alexander Walcott patents the photographic process. Ooh. So probably, obviously, yeah. very, very important. Uh, 1840, same year, in Victorian England, the world's first ever stamp, the penny black, was issued. Okay. Yeah. So it was black and it was a penny. Mm. Mm, black penny? Yeah. And then um, we're already overrunning, so we might struggle to do all these things today. 1847, a Scottish man called Robert Thompson patented the rubber tyre. And while I'm on the flow, who cares? 1851, John Gurry patents something which became the refrigeration machine. Oh, that's that's very handy. In 1851. Anyway, next we have a lovely lady from Somerset, PJ Harvey. On This Week in History... On This Week in History, and it's me again, Outstanding Paul, <laughs> here on Friday. Part two. Don't expect to hear me next Friday. Next Friday, you're going to have to put up with Charlotte Richardson, I believe. Mm. So, um, <laughs> yeah, forgive her. She's a lovely girl. She is. So, it's a lot about football. Yeah, much and, more than and, me. <laughs> and other things. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm very pleased that Drew's back this week, because I'm being filmed again. You are. Yeah, I think I deserve, I deserve to be seen. Spotlight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so, so keep an eye out on, on YouTube, guys. You'll see you can watch any of these on This Week in History's back. 1861. Richmond, Virginia is named the capital of the Confederacy. We talked about last week how West Virginia split from Virginia, seceding from the Confederacy, uh, and that what created the two separate states, which are Virginia and West Virginia today. 1863. The Confederation of Grenadine becomes the United States of Colombia. Colombia. Which is very oh, relevant, yeah. considering... Yes. we're eating Colombian uh, sweets. Considering the <laughs> chocolate that's abounding in our office. Uh, 1867, Alfred Nobel um, patents dynamite in England. Oh, bang. Oh. What does that name mean to you, Noble? It means... Oh, Noble. Do you know? Prize? Mm, no, I just know. So again? Prize? Yes. Mm. So it, it is. It's interesting, this. So the guy that invented dynamite obviously went on to be the person that launched the... the Nobel Prize. Nobel Prize. Prize. Oh. So... Oh. Yeah. That's crazy. That's didn't think yeah. they were linked. That was quite yeah. funny, by the way, Drew. Mm. I'm sorry I didn't laugh. Do it again. What's that? Noble. Nobel. Even dynamite. What did you say? Bang. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, 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 ho. That was a very funny joke, Drew. <laughs> I like that. Thanks for humouring oh, me. That's all right. 1879, George Selden files uh, for the first patent for a gasoline-driven car. Ooh. Yeah. But Henry Ford was very grateful. The big black Ford. You imagine just inventing a, a Model T something and it couldn't mm. go anywhere because you didn't have to get, you know, it would have yeah. been pretty pointless, wouldn't it, really? Certainly. Yeah. yeah it's all what, being electric. 
I think, you know, the whole point about alternative histories, we could do that one day. We could have a whole series of programmes about what would have happened if this happened or didn't happen, you know? That's very, very uh, interesting. Speculation. Uh, yes. I knew about this. I didn't know her name. 1885, Sarah Ann Henley survived a 76-metre jump from the Clifton Suspension Bridge. Um, for those of you who don't live in our beautiful part of the world, uh, Clifton Suspension Bridge would now cost a pound to go over it, which is very scandalous. Mm. Um, several Thanks. people have committed suicide uh, from, from jumping from the bridge mm. or and the and the rocks generally around because there the into the gorge. Not because um, no, no. <laughs> uh, but this young lady, <laughs> she survived seventy-six meter jump. Wow! Uh, especially mm. plunged into the mud. Mm. Um, yeah, I just uh, Sarah really. It never, it's never worth it, is it? No, no. Uh, no. Other she probably wanted to be famous. Have you heard? Close, have you heard from the survivors as well of things like that? They always say that the instant you jump, like the moment, that always regret. Like the really? survivors of, of of people that have jumped off bridges and things like that, they say like pretty much that's, every single one of them have said, "I've never heard yeah, that." Yeah, like that the, they instantly feel that. Like, what have I done? You know, as soon as you, you can't go back. Yeah, so whoa, scary stuff. Oh. I might have to read. I might have to read some about that. That's mm. very interesting. Eighteen eighty six, Jacobs Pharmacy in Atlanta, Georgia, sells the first ever Coca Cola, <gasps> and Drew would love this. Do you mm. know what was in Coca Cola in those days? Well, well, I've heard, but I don't know if it's true. Go on. The, the, the coca leaf, the co- cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you wouldn't it's even have to go to Peru there. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they actually chew coca leaves in uh, in Peru for altitude. Um, so well, altitude sickness. Yeah, they? yeah, it helps wow. with the altitude. Yeah, pretty good. Eighteen. Sorry, sorry to cut across your drug sorry. taking. Sorry, um, <laughs> I was interested. <laughs> Eighteen ninety-five. China seeds Taiwan to Japan. <coughs> Mm. Also, the Chinese and the Japanese have fought each other yeah. for hundreds of years. The Japanese are have been extremely unpleasant to the Chinese. Mm. Um, it's, a, it's amazing that they ever have any diplomatic relations, yeah. to be honest. Um, anyway, well, let's not go too far into that. Of course, it's very relevant now because there's a very real imminent threat of invasion yeah. of Taiwan from China uh, at the moment. So uh, thoughts are with you, great Taiwanese people. Yeah. Let's hope it never happens because yeah. I'm sure the West won't be there to help you. Um, 1899, Ernest Rutherford publishes his discovery of two different kinds of radiation. Anyone have, either of you two want to have a go at this? Mm. Types of radiation? Types of radiation? Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Types of radiation? I yeah. just thought there was... Gamma. Alpha it's... and beta. So that's good. Ah, okay. right. yeah. So we're going to do one last thing. It's not over again. Um, we've been talking a bit recently about um, athletics and different records at different times. Um, so I thought this was an interesting one. 1904, British guy called Henry Barrett um, set a new world record for the marathon, uh, three hours and 42 minutes and 51, which was four minutes faster than the previous world record. Now, to put that into perspective, um, I would say that probably any any good club runner would be able to run faster than that. Mm. Uh, mm. today uh, and just as a means of contrast I thought it would be fun to do in 1971 a lady called Elizabeth Bonner set the female world record at 3 hours and 1 minute 42 so uh, yeah. 67 years after Henry Barrett a woman ran 60 uh, sorry four, 41 second, 41 minutes and 9 seconds faster than he did so shame on you Henry you should have <laughs> trained a bit harder and next we have Rudy Can't Fail or Can He and The Clash Bringing you the news of old on This Week in History 
Waite. Hello, this is Professor Emeritus, Paul Outstanding Paul Waite, <laughs> oh, um, all the is. way from Universitas Cambrensis, that's where I went to. Oh. Yeah, Cardiff. I actually oh. had to sing the Welsh National Anthem on my graduation day. There we are. Vlad, Vlad, Plydy, O Cymru, Ambath. How's that? <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. Good That's memory. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so the first fact uh, coming back, uh, very dear to my heart. So with my father coming from the Isle of Man, 1907, Charles Collier wins the first Isle of Man TT race at an average speed of 38.22 miles per hour. Mm. Um, <laughs> so having been to the Isle of Man many times, um, because it's obviously my, my kin's country and all that, um, every time I think Callum and I have been there, the TT's been on, so it's been very interesting to see all the, um, you know, all the fencing and everything around. Used to be probably the most famous motorcycling thing in the world. Mm. Um, it's got a bit of a notori- notoriety now because people's attitude to death has changed a lot. <laughs> I don't say staffed, yeah, but an yeah. awful lot of people get killed in um, the other man TT. Yeah. Do you know what did uh, you say the average speed was? Thirty-eight point two two. So um, Peter Hickman ran an average speed of one hundred thirty-five point four miles an hour in that this uh, recently. That's so crazy. it's just crazy the speeds yeah. change now. Right, a bit of fun next at Drew's expense. 1910, <laughs> George V becomes king. Mm. Who was the king before him? George III. No, f- fourth. No. <laughs> ah. no. George IV was the king in about 1820. Ah, okay. <laughs> it was Edward VII, ah. who was the son of Victoria. Ah, I see. Well, that, that went down well with you, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really rubbish at history, I've got to admit. 1915, very famous moment in uh, another thing that doesn't endear me to the person that drove into my bloody car last Friday, um, you pointless German person. Uh, RMS Lithuania, a uh, liner, uh, was sunk by a German submarine off Ireland. 1,198 women and children drowned. A civilian liner. Sunk by you, but that's what shows. Crazy. So people think about the Germans. This is one of the things that annoys me, actually. In the Second World War, um, the reference in the media is always about the Nazis. Like mm-hmm. the Nazis are different to the Germans, but mm-hmm. uh, in World War One, they uh, they did you know they did some really quite horrific things, yeah. um, including gas, obviously gassing people with chlorine and and that sort of thing. Anyway, 1921, very enlightened. This uh, Sweden abolishes capital punishment. Interesting country, Sweden. Mm. Uh, don't stop me off on that one. Uh, 1933, uh, the greatest man of all time, as you know, I think, Mahatma Gandhi, becomes begins a 21-day fast, which is his way of um, showing uh, defiance against UK oppression. Mm. Um, uh, incredibly, um, I think, incredible strength this man had. Um, it would have been so easy to have given in and resort to violence, but he wouldn't allow it to happen, and I think it just takes... Uh, tremendous strength. It's a long time. 1941, an amazing moment in uh, British history. Um, and uh, if you see the film Churchill that came out about two years ago, yeah. it's beautifully done where Lord Halifax says something like, Winston's just mobilised the English language uh, and, and sent it into battle, uh, I think is what he says. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is, this is um, a vote um, on Winston, and, uh, and he won 477 votes to three. Uh, 1945, obviously a very important moment in history. Germany unconditionally surrenders. Ger- General Keitel uh, signs the declaration. Uh, there being no uh, important Nazis left to do it because they were all running away knowing they were all about to get killed or something. Um, 1945, I, I, I have sort of thoughts on this. There's a very good um, documentary series, um, documentary, um, drama series about the Channel Islands. I can't think of what it was called now. Mm. 
Um, really good, worth worth watching. Um, uh, so anyway, of course, um, I don't know if you know this, Drew, the Channel Islands were obviously occupied by the Germans all through the war. Mm-hmm. So um, quite interesting, this. Um, there's also one, uh, there's another film out recently um, about the Something Club. Um, I'll, I'll look it up for next week. So uh, the Channel Islands was formally liberated on this week in history. Uh, 1954, a very famous moment in history. Uh, very fortunately, in uh, Rubis House, uh, our other office in Bridgewater, I have a signed uh, photo from Roger Bannister. Um, so uh, on this week in history, he ran the first sub four-minute mile. And what was quite interesting, one week later, uh, an American guy did the same. So it uh, took all that time for it to happen, and then it happened and then twice. Took it. <laughs> 1958, very interesting, this. First Dracula film released. I, um, I really like Dracula films. Or as I like to call myself, Count Alucard. <laughs> <laughs> so that's for another day. Um, 1962, one of the great men of history, Oscar Schindler, as in Schindler's List. Yeah. Uh, he was honoured in a ceremony on the Avenue of the Righteous in Jerusalem. Um, incredible film, I think, one of the greatest films of all time. We talked a bit about last week. Um, maybe one of the best boxers of all time, well, heavyweights. Mm. One of the best three heavyweights of all time, in my opinion. Uh, in 1993, Lennox Lewis beat Tony Tucker in 12 rounds to become champion. So uh, Lennox Lewis, I think, was born in West Ham. Uh, family emigrated to Canada. He uh, won gold medal for Canada in the 1984 Olympics, wherever it was, 88 maybe. Um, and then obviously became British again, <laughs> which was probably uh, dominated more by money than anything else. And the last one today, hugely um, relevant with my love, uh, 2013, Alex Ferguson announced his retirement as manager of Manchester United. Um, I think, without a doubt, the greatest uh, football manager yeah. of of all time. Very difficult to see how he isn't. So, hope you enjoyed On This Week in History today. Had an enormous number of facts to get through, so yeah, hope you appreciate all this. Um, be interested to see what you think of it. I know it's a, a feature we do, which is much loved. Um, next, uh, two two great bands, Squeeze and the Cranberries, really got introduced recently <laughs> available now on itunes spotify google podcasts and at aspenweightradio.com